Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm not playing any music. Don't. We don't need any. Don't. We don't need any opening music today. Don't play no damn music. Sorry, Young Zell. We love you. We, lo- nobody, we love you, Zell. Ain't nobody playing basketball around here. Ain't no need to play music. It's 12 o'clock. Hand me the credit card, by the way. It's uh, it's deadline day. Could you hand me the credit card? We yeah, got, yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate yeah. you. Um, So it's 12, and other than cash considerations, that's what the Sacramento Kings have done uh, following a, a loss to a team that now has a win percentage of .14. Zero. No, th- thank you. We didn't. We didn't do our open bit and it th- threw everybody off. But no, that's fine. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. Um, feels like the Dallas Mavericks uh, are, are are trying to get better. Uh, OKC made a couple of moves. Good for them. Uh, of course, OKC is in a in a bit of a different tier. Um, Phoenix made a couple of moves. Teams around Sacramento. Uh, have made a couple of moves that lost to Detroit last night. The Kings have gotten no help over the last three days, even when they were winning games. Phoenix was winning games. The Pelicans were winning games. There were teams winning games around them. Mm-hmm. And they've gotten no help over the last three days. And then to drop one to the Detroit Pistons, last three games, excuse me, so that loss they had to the Detroit Pistons uh, on a night where uh, I think Phoenix built, beat Milwaukee, Golden State beat Philadelphia, all that did was drop Sacramento from five to seven. Mm. Uh, and now with the moves that the Dallas Mavericks have made, you start to look at the Mavericks a little bit. Sacramento Kings got a game and a half on them, and you wonder what that looks like moving forward. The Los Angeles Lakers didn't make any moves. Chris Haynes laid that out uh, in a tweet about how they're going to stand pat until the offseason. Uh, you've got uh, the Utah Jazz right now who are about four back uh, from Sacramento. They're in the 10th spot. And then you got the Golden State Warriors looming five games back from uh, the Sacramento Kings from the seventh spot to the, to the 11th spot. I, I mean, I look, man, I'm, I'm usually the one that comes in here. And it's like, nah, like I look at the big picture. Got to look at what's going on. You know, don't be so reactionary. You know, it's a lot. These things happen in the league. So oh, I'm, that's usually me. And that's usually how I feel. And I know you just laid out the bigger picture just now, but I, <laughs> last night was a joke. Hmm. Last night was a joke, man. And there's no other way to put it. You let a team that came in here with six wins come into your house, drop 130-plus, two of their best players, I'd say Isaiah Stewart too, three of their best players weren't even suited up. You let a guy in Killian Hayes who... We talk about, you know, <laughs> on a uh, sore ankle. This guy, he said, I want to be out of here. Yeah, Killian, he can't play now, I don't know how long. Killian Hayes don't have a job right now. Yeah. Killian, Hayes, Killian Hayes don't have a team. Jalen Dern was acting like, out of, like, I don't know, Shaq in re- uh, You know what I mean? I mean. I last, sure didn't see any Jaden Ivey jokes on the timeline oh, last Jayden night. Oh, Jaden Ivey. 
37 to 0. No one was firing off any tweets last night about the Detroit Pistons. Last night. Cooked them. Hey, but salute. Kyle Matson's pregame video, boy, that was all over the internet. Oh man. I learned about that this morning. And and it was clever. I can't even get I can't even get mad at King's Brass King front King's basketball ops, whoever, game day ops. Can't get mad. That was clever. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm. When you have a team that's nine games over five hundred going up against a team that has six wins. Who knew? They would lose the game. Who knew they would? Like, no, nah, man. We should we should be past the point where we, uh, we, you know, we can't do that because you know how the Kings are. They might lose. Man, come on, man. Come on. We're not. You watch this team all year. This team's lost to Detroit. That's a joke, man. That's a joke. And and look, you guys know I love I love all these guys on this team. I love the team. I love the players. Malik is my guy. Zero's my guy. And we heard him last year or last night, and he talked about he didn't like the booze. And mm-hmm. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I empathize with that. I understand that. But you guys got to wear that. You got to wear that. And I'm not even a guy that booze. I don't really do all that mm-hmm. or whatever. But I'm not going to get on any of the fans for booing what happened last night. You got to wear that. I know you work hard, Malik. I know the team works hard. Nobody's trying to lose all this other stuff, and you don't like being booed. Well, don't nobody like riding for you guys day after day. Mm-hmm. And what, what you think? What you think? We, we talking to Bonte Hill every day about this team. Nah, they good. They cool. They cool. And y'all come out, lose to the Pistons? And we got to answer those questions mm-hmm. as fans and as media members. Mm-hmm. So if somebody wants to boo because they frustrated with, with, the, with the ridiculous performance last night. That was a, that was a joke. Love those guys. That was a joke, man. That can't happen. And once again, this is what I say all the time when I talk about coaching the kids and all. Malik don't like it or they don't like what we got to say today or what people got to say. What you want us to say? What you want us to say? You want us to be like, nah, it's cool. Like, that's cool. It's it's, it's okay that you lost to a six-win team at home after you just came off a a road trip where you went five and two. It's cool. It's good. That's what you want us to say? If I'm in that locker room – I know it's different and all this other stuff, the NBA players. That's, I would be the first one saying that's embarrassing. I'd be the first one saying that's a joke. So you get mad because people – You wouldn't say it's one loss in the loss no. column? Hell no. Is it, does it end your season, all that? No, we all know that. But that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. They should be embarrassed for that performance last night. That's embarrassing. I know I'd be embarrassed. I think some of them are. I don't think all of them are. Mm. I think some of them are, though. I think you could tell who is. Mm. I don't know if they're embarrassed or they're mad. And then there are Why some that I don't think care. Like, I think Domas is angry. I think Malik is angry. I know Mike is angry. Mm-hmm. Mike made that very clear. I think Malik did, too. You listen to Domas. The way Domas talks, you can tell when he's upset. Mm-hmm. That's all. And 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 then I don't Nothing phases hey. five, so you just keep it moving. Well, look, man, and I, and I got I got to talk about him, man. I got to talk about him. You know how I feel about him as a ball player and, and what I think he could be and all this other stuff. You want to be in that upper echelon? Maybe he does. I don't know. But people want to talk about him in that upper echelon. That that can't happen last night. But that's us. That's not him. That Either way, it that's can't happen. I, I, I don't disagree. It can't happen. You got 12 points against the Pistons. While this young boy over here on Detroit was lighting your ass up. Mm-hmm. 
and you didn't do nothing to stop it. Lighten your ass up in your house. You can't you can't be in that upper like all the I I hate to say it all the all star snubbing that's got to go out the window. That's got to go out the window at this point. That game can't ever happen. Yeah, there's a there's a deeper discussion to have about De'Aaron Fox. Um because I, you know, you look at the game he had last night, and we'll take his post-game remarks out of the equation, and just look at what he did last night: five or fourteen, uh, twelve points uh, to go along with seven assists and three rebounds. It feels like those twelves and fourteens and fifteens. If it feels like they're starting to happen a lot, it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm not Will Z, but I ran the numbers, and man, something happened at the turn of the calendar year because mm. there is a drastic difference between 2023 De'Aaron Fox. In 2024, De'Aaron Fox. And we'll run that. We'll we'll have those for you here coming up in just a couple of minutes. And that's all compounded by the fact you've got Denver at home tomorrow. You got Denver on the second night of a back-to-back as they're playing what's surely going to be a, uh, an emotional game for the Los Angeles Lakers today who didn't make any deals. But it is 2-24-24. They're unveiling the Kobe statue. Uh, it's a huge day in Los Angeles. You got Oklahoma City. After that, on Super Bowl Sunday, at a twelve uh, a twelve o'clock tip in OKC, twelve o'clock our time, and then you got Phoenix and Denver all before the All Star break. Mm. Phoenix, who made deals, Denver, who's the defending champion, mm-hmm. Oklahoma City, who's going to be in a similar mood that Cleveland was in. Doesn't mean they'll uh, have the same result that Cleveland did, but OKC is a team that's at the top of the conference and can't beat the Sacramento Kings. And I guarantee you they think about that, they talk about that. They're going to be ready to light the Kings up on Sunday. And if the Kings aren't there to respond, if all of the Kings mm-hmm. aren't there to respond, man, this this thing could spiral pretty quickly. Yeah, we, could, we could be preparing. <laughs> I, t- I told this to Jill Adge last night. I'll put it on the show. We, 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 could, we should all start mentally preparing for a Kings-Warriors playing matchup. Oh, man. Oh man! Nothing, yeah, nothing's yeah. Off let the table. that let that sink in. Nothing's off the table with this group. They might be on the road for that. And by the way, if we get in the Kings Warrior, I'm I'm sick. <laughs> I'm like the dude down the hall. I got the flu for the week. <laughs> I'll see y'all. Dude down the hall. Can't make it today, man. Sorry. Yeah, man. I ain't dealing with that again. I mean, the 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 front frustrating thing. You like you said, you saw it from from certain people last night. Is they don't take anything personally. Like if, I'll put it to you like this. Like, what we're saying right now, they might take that personally. Mm. But they don't take personally the fact that somebody, some second-year player came in here and busted your ass mm-hmm. for 37 mm-hmm. and had you looking crazy. They take the wrong stuff personally. Mm. The wrong stuff. They take everything but what matters personally. And that is... Frustrating to say the least. And like I said, this ain't no turncoat or nothing like that. I love De'Aaron Fox. I love everybody on that team. I really like that team. Bunch of good guys. Bunch of bunch of good guys to root for. I still think they have the capability to be what the team that we all thought they could be. But we got to deal in reality right now. They're not that right now. They're not that. You know what I mean? And who who knows who knows what you're getting the second half of this season. The, the metaphorical second half of the mm-hmm. season with this group. You just don't know. Like, they may end up being eight, nine games over 500, whatever the case may be. 
But you don't know what you're getting with this. And group eight, because nine games over 500 would probably put you in the potentially six or seven or eight yeah, spot. Yeah. That's what you're looking and, at. And, and and that's that's the 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 biggest things. The biggest and and run DMG says y'all crying. Kings will beat Denver on Friday. It's, it's not probably so. I don't care. The problem is they don't take things personally. In my opinion, they don't take the game personally. They don't take the the losses. Personal. Well, some of them do. I was going to say, I don't some think of that's them the do. case for all of them. Some of them do. But Malik not everybody, like not as a collective, personally. do they take things personally and say, you know what? That's unacceptable. Or I'm I'm embarrassed by what happened. I feel like we're beating around the bush, man. I don't think it's them collectively. I think we're talking about one guy. Well, I mean, it could be talking about a couple guys. Well, we could be. I don't know. Yeah. But we don't, we don't hear from HB enough to know. We, I don't know... I, if Keegan was mad, I don't think I'd know. Mm-hmm. But I saw Domas last night, and I saw Malik last night. I saw Mike Brown last night. Those are those are those are those are three pretty important components to this team. Mm-hmm. And then I saw De'Aaron. One of those things was not like the other, and that's that's Fox. And that's De'Aaron. Like he's not changing. He's not changing. It's, it's, it is who he is. And once again. If anybody has a problem with what's being said right now or anything, what do you want us to say? How many times this year have we come in to these studios and been like, man, it's the league. It happens. You know, these mm-hmm. things happen. Or, you yep. know, it's the looking at the bigger picture. Chicago. They, they blew a 22-point yep. lead, but they're playing good basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, all this. How many times have we said that? Mm-hmm. We said it numerous times this year. What do you want us to say after last night? Mm-hmm. What are we supposed to say? I'm not going to lie to the people. I'm not, say, I never lied to the people. Not one lie, not one time. I'm not going to lie to them now. That was trash last night. That was a joke. That was a joke. Love those guys. Love the beam team. That was a joke last night. Let's stay here. And it's all compounded by the fact, and it's even more compounded, what happened last night is more compounded by the fact that the trade deadline is coming and going. Mm. And by all accounts, Monty McNair has confidence in this roster. Or he has confidence that he can do something in the offseason that will get this team where he wants to go. Cool. That's, that's fantastic. But I don't know where that is for Sacramento this season. Right? I don't know. I don't know. Because, again, I, 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 told the, I told the insiders this. I'll tell you this. I don't think what we saw last night had anything to do with the trade deadline. Nah, I don't think nah, there nah. were concerns. I don't think yeah. there were rumblings. I don't think uh, agents had called. I don't, I, don't, that, I, don't, I don't think that was the thing last night. You did what you have done repeatedly through the season. Mm-hmm. And we talk about bad basketball teams. We already talked about them losing to Charlotte. I had confidence after the Memphis game. That, Matt George was furious after the Memphis mm-hmm. game. But Matt, mm-hmm. Matt George, hopefully going to join us from Las Vegas in a couple minutes, about 30 minutes. He was furious after that game. And he laid out the reasons why. And my, my, my thing was, the first thing Domas said was, that's unacceptable. We can't play like that against a team like this. Not an insult to those brothers right there, but that wasn't even, wasn't even... The right. Grizzlies. The, yeah. It was a hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. But yet now you go out there against Detroit, a team comparable to where Memphis is at. 
without their best players, as you laid out earlier, and you do it again? How unacceptable was it really? Mm. Domas played a great deal of that game like he was angry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Malik did. Mm-hmm. And, and look, I, I, I'll, I'll, and Fox, that's my boy. That's my boy Fox, but got to call a spade a spade. Hey, he didn't show up last night. It, it, he didn't I, show I, up last night. Fox didn't, and you know what? I have a problem with something Mike did too, hmm. and it's Keegan. And here's, here's the issue. I understand Keegan got in foul trouble early, and I understand Keegan, Keegan had no groove whatsoever. You get to that fourth quarter, and Jaden Ivey's doing what he's doing. You have the guy who has been, for the most part, your best defender this year mm. on your bench. You're in the fourth quarter. He fouls out, he fouls out. What the hell, at least you tried. Mm-hmm. A, I need you to get out there and deal with that. Mm-hmm. Whatever was wrong in the first three quarters, snap out of it. Go deal with it. I need someone to Please. shut his ass down yeah. so we don't lose to the Detroit Pistons at home. Instead, he chose to let him sit there. He goes out there, he fouls out in two minutes. To hell with it. He fouled out. Right. Whatever. Like, all right. It was, it was not Keegan's night. Mm-hmm. Fine. You tried. I have an issue that Mike let him sit there. Mm. He was getting your ass whooped, and I you agree. let him sit there. This guy was cooking y'all, man. This guy was cooking y'all. And, and once hey, again, don't leave him. I don't care what else is happening on the floor. Don't leave that guy. That's it. If you pick up foul five and foul six, well, to hell with it. Fine. Right. Just let him sit there. And As you would say, that stupid look on his face. Right. Just sitting there on the bench. Just no sweat, no nothing. Just sitting there. And that's the and that's the the it's a microcosm for me for the story of the team this year so far. They just let things happen. They just let things happen. <laughs> they, just, they, they never impose their will on an opponent. They just let things happen. And 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 I don't know if this is is quite the uh the correct analogy, but I remember when I was in college, my my coach, we were like really good. We were like 23 and 8 or so. I don't know. We had a really good record. And he called us the happiest team on earth. We really mm. liked each other. We enjoyed being around each other. We enjoyed playing in the games with each other, the practices, the camaraderie. We loved all that. But nobody would ever get pissed off about anything. Mm. Like we would, we would lose a, a game to a rival, and we'd just get our stuff, get out of there. All right, we got to go to practice. Like He was like, you guys are just happy. You guys are so happy being around each other. And when he made the shirt, I understood. And I don't know if this team is exactly happy. They like each other and all this other stuff. But nothing nothing pisses them off. Nothing. I don't know. Maybe they'll get mad at this. But nothing nothing gets them in a mode where they're pissed off as a collective mm-hmm. with what's gone on in the past, what's going on, what's been said about them, all this other stuff. It's just, uh, I don't know. They – they, you know, they talk about championship. What? Come on, man. What? The goals are bigger, all this other stuff. Maybe your goals are bigger. The way that you're deciding to get there, I can tell you now, you won't come close to achieving them. Like, you, there's got to be a, a shift in, in how this group collectively approaches 
the game, the season, the league, if they want to reach the goals that they've set out for them. I, I, I said it I said it kind of tentatively uh, a few weeks ago, and I feel far more justified in my stance that I think this team is entitled. Mm. This team, to me, and, and, and you know what? Part of it was something that Hammer said. He was talking about free throws. When guys miss free throws, sometimes it just looks like they're unfocused. Mm. I'm not trying to pick on this dude the whole first 20 minutes. But Fox makes four free throws in a row. That was tough. That's cr- yeah, that, that's crazy. Fox that missed four tough. free throws in a row. But when he missed the uh, third one, he missed it because it was a second trip to the He missed the third one. And he missed it. And he kind of – I just kind of like looked at him. And one, I think for the first time I recognized your like flip that you talk about. I was like, oh. And I'm watching him like he kind of just – he kind of just out there. And I started to wonder, and the Kings weren't the Kings weren't losing at this point. Yeah, I started to wonder about his focus. I was like, oh, are they are they a bit un are they a bit are they a bit unfocused? Mm. And then I thought about the Memphis game again. We, we do this all the time. There was no point as that game was going on that I thought they were losing. Down fifteen, I was like, okay, as long as they cut the lead to eight at yeah. the fourth, I'm fine. They did more than that. I was like, okay, we good. And then they get torched. In the fourth quarter. What do you have, 19 in the fourth quarter? Something like that. Yeah. I feel like he didn't miss. I'll go a step further. I feel like they didn't miss in the fourth quarter. They came down and they were just, they were, they were, (laughs) they were the 47 point Detroit Pistons of a Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. in the first quarter. They just waited to the fourth quarter to beat their ass that way. And it bit them. You know, it bit them. and, And once again, I'm like you. I'm not trying to six of eight from three in the fourth quarter. For goodness I'm, sakes, I'm not trying to blame this guy for the loss or anything like that. I'm just talking about my observation of this whole thing. But I knew I didn't think they were going to lose. I'm not going to say that. I didn't think they were going to lose, but I knew it was going to be one of them nights mm. when in the second quarter the Kings were up nine. And it was like, all right, all right, about to do some stuff here, about to pull away. Fox blows by Killian Hayes, makes another move, wide open to the lane, misses the dunk. And that nine would have been 11. And I said, oh, no, I'm going to remember that. Obviously, you see, I remember that. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to remember that moment. I'm going to remember. I was sitting there saying, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to remember that moment. And immediately, I think the Pistons went on like a 6-0 run, got the lead down a three timeout, something like that. But it was just the level of it's going to be one of them nights. Once again, didn't think they were going to lose the game. Mm-hmm. But it was one like, of those nights against Memphis. Yeah, it's going to be one of them nights. And I, <laughs> like you, I, I didn't think they were going to lose the game till two minutes to go. Yeah, the they, there was a point where it became very apparent at the end of the it's game. Like, oh, they just I, they just losing, huh? I couldn't believe it, man. I, I – all I can say is last night was a joke, man. And this team, part of the reason why we're upset with this team, with De'Aaron, at least me, I'll speak for myself, is because I I really do believe they're better than what they showed last night. I believe wholeheartedly De'Aaron Fox is a lot better than what he showed last night. And because of that, 
games like last night from the team and from him individually, for me, are unacceptable. Because you're more capable than that. 12 points from De'Aaron Father. This is a guy that was averaging 30 points a game. Was. 30 points a game. Yeah, you putting up twelve, and then at some point, like you're not cooking, you're not you're not having a good game, or whatever the case may be. But once, once this dude is like his fourth straight shot, like the competitive juices gotta gotta lock in at some point. Then they just never locked in. I saw, like I said, I saw from Malik. I saw Malik getting after it, and Malik bring a level of intensity. Domas as well. Um, but that's it. I, I I really do believe that this team goes as far as De'Aaron Fox goes. He is Makai Pfeiffer in high school high. All these other people, Sabonis, you know, Monk, all these other guys can can play their asses off. And they can play with, you know, as much intensity as they want. At the end of the day, they all going to look in the back of the classroom. And whatever Five's doing is going to be our destiny. That's 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 what it is. Well, like we tried to skate around it a number of different times as, as a media group and be like, nah, Sabonis is the heart. He's the best. And, and Monk, he's the heart, all this other stuff. It always, always, always comes back to five. Always. So you going to make me say it? No, I mean, we, we can say whatever. I just he think ain't, he, but, but, he, Then this this is a tough look for the, for the franchise. Mm-hmm. Because if you tune in to look to him for that, not for the, not not for anything, but for, but for that, he's not that. He never has been. Like he's not going to. He'll be frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. Like he'll be frustrated, maybe with the franchise, maybe with. Uh, he'll be frustrated with a variety of things. We've seen that, mm-hmm. but angry, angry at a loss. Well, I don't it, think we're ever going to see that. Even aside, from, I'm just talking about on the court, right? Like just. Like they're gonna they're gonna come and go as as he go, goes, really. Like if he's ready to compete, they are gonna compete. So, but why why is a player of his caliber's com, 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 competitiveness brought into question right now? I don't know. That's that's something that that's a problem to I, me. I can't I can't even front on that. Can't even front your on competitiveness, that. yo, you yo, he's too good for too his good. competitiveness to be called into question. It's too good. Way too good. And he just. And we've seen too many times where he'll just float through a game. And like I said, we're not talking about no disrespect. We ain't talking about Davion Mitchell. We're talking about De'Aaron Fox. This is one of the best, the most talented players in the league. He is, without a shadow of a doubt, he is one of the most talented players in the game today. He He will be, when it's all said and done, the best Sacramento King in franchise history. Mm. He's that good. Mm-hmm. And performances mm-hmm. like last night, man, they just can't happen. Well, performances like that can't happen, but performances like that as frequently as they're beginning to happen can't happen. That's, that's facts. Let's regroup here. We'll come back. We've got a lot coming up today. Matt George, we believe, is going to join us from Las Vegas coming up in about 20 minutes or so. Um, of course, we'll, we'll, we'll continue to talk about everything that happened today. Uh, we'll continue to talk about last night, and we will open up the phone lines for you as well. Uh, share your thoughts. Share your frustrations. You know, we're all in this together. 916-909-1320. It's D-Lo and Casey. 
Brought to you by Sky River Casino, where the humidor is open right now. Go check it out. Go check out the amazing video that Leezy posted on uh, IG as well at yeah, D1KC or at ESPN1320. Uh, and we'll come back with more here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I put these, I know I put these Fox notes in here somewhere. I just can't remember where I put them. Oh, there they are. Uh, let's get to these phone lines, man. 916-909-1320. Let's start with Kamara. I don't imagine this is going to go well. Kamara. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. What's up, bro? Hey, man, listen, I'm not even going to go into the negative place with it. Um, no, first of all, Casey, happy belated, man. Belated what? I thought it was your birthday the other day. I thought I was celebrating your birthday. No? (laughs) No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I appreciate it anyway, though, man. Thank you, though. I appreciate all the love. I yeah, I do. I appreciate it. People I show, people yeah, that, that was love, just love. Man. Yeah, people are showing me love. I appreciate it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, it's all good. Anyway, man. Hey, and I'm also, you know, I'm trying to be positive on this call, bro. I'm not kind of. Okay, okay. We appreciate it. Okay. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to be downtrodden, man. We know what it is. Listen, I don't, I think. Most of us King fans kind of we just it's kind of like it's running numb at this point of having a bad worst loss of the season. You know what I'm saying? It just it is what it is. So it's like it's all you can look forward to is like they they play better tomorrow against Denver and they have a, a seven game you know stretch where it can make a break the season. Um, I think they play Denver in the next two out of three games. They play Phoenix. Uh, you know, just some hard matchups. So. 
you know, maybe it was just a, they had a brain dud against a really bad team and they're getting ready to be locked in for these next seven games. But we do know, but by the time it gets to the all-star break or, you know, shortly thereafter, we're going to have a determinative team's going to fall. They can fall out of the playoff spot. So hopefully, you know, just yesterday was a bad game and then they've shown that they can rebound. I'm trying to be positive, guys. Uh, we, we appreciate, appreciate you. Hey, I'm going to need you to get a, Kamara, I'm going to need you to get a hold of Richard Jefferson and, Teach that dude had a dress. Like I said, he looks. Man. Am I bugging? He's not wearing a shirt, yeah, right? I had to look about three times. He looks ridiculous. Uh, he look. looks. I, if I was the executive producer of NBA Today, I would have been like, "Sir, absolutely not." Look, man. The 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 fact still remains with him. He could have the greatest stylist in the world. He doesn't wear clothes. That well. suit though is cut fantastic. Yeah, that's the my cut point. of the suit is fantastic. That's my point. He, he doesn't wear. It doesn't matter. He doesn't wear clothes well. I don't know if it's his shoulders. I don't know what it is, but he doesn't. Why wear is he not wear. wearing a shirt? He's because that, that's the style. Like if you got style, if you got pizzazz to you, you could pull that off and look fresh. He does not he, have that. That's what I'm saying. So it's, it's he just looks him. ridiculous. It's just him. That's <laughs> absurd. Now, now I would. I was mad about the king. Now I'm really mad. This dude looks like a, a he looks like a goof. <laughs> Will Bond should have been like, I'm not coming on the show. Today. Like, look, go put a shirt on. <laughs> a white one or a black one so we can clearly see there's some color there. <laughs> he just got a flesh tone suit on with some buttons. Man, the guy, he just can't. He can't dress. I mean, he, he can't wear a, he can't wear clothes like that. You I need- told you the one time I was I saw him uh in Venice. We were in Venice, you know, at night. It was with my my aunt, and we were like, um, you know, it was All Star Weekend, and All Star Weekend was like in Denver or something like that. And I was, she was like, "Who is that?" I was like, "That's Richard Jefferson." He was walking alone in Venice, and just this fit. She was like, "I can see why he's not at All Star Weekend." Oh. I was like, "Well, damn, damn, Kim, we didn't have to go there." Let's get uh, let's get Lizzy in here nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty if you want to talk. Lizzy, what's happening, baby? Yo, what's up, guys? Hey, uh, <laughs> just wanted to call in. I- I'm all business today. I see that. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Uh, also, by the way, real fans know Casey's birthday is July twenty second, and mine is the twenty first. But anyways, <laughs> um, I wanted to call. Thanks, Lizzy. <laughs> I got you back, Casey. Do you like him? Shout out, Kamara. He meant well up, with Yeah, that. big ups to Kamara, man. I appreciate it, dog. I do. Yes, sir. Hey, guys. So um, whenever the draft comes around, we always talk about players going into the right situation so they can develop. Do you guys ever feel like the years of the Kings kind of being bad and struggling affect Deere's, like, mentality? Like, we're all frustrated he doesn't get mad when they lose, but he's had so many years of losing, maybe he's kind of numb to it. Do you ever take that into a factor? Uh. Yes, yes, and no. Not no. Yeah, right. No, no, and not not. I just think this is De'Aaron's personality, for better or worse. It's De'Aaron's personality. I do think the franchise you're drafted to can greatly affect who you are as an NBA player. But I don't think that's necessarily De'Aaron Fox. Like the first thing I point to is Monty McNair. When Monty McNair took over as the Sacramento Kings general manager, his first order of business was to sign De'Aaron Fox to a long-term contract extension. That was a, you are my guy, you are this franchise's guy moving forward. Like, we've got things to do, we've got things to fix, 
There's going to be a dunk strike and an and ankle soreness along the way. But we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that's got to be a – that's a – I mean, I, I don't know if vote of confidence is the right term, but it's kind of what it is. Like, I'm centering everything on you, and I've got to build this thing out around you. And um, I think a lot of times some of these rookies – and this is this is what I worried about with Jaden Ivey a little bit, and, and, and maybe this is a – that's a franchise that will – start to get things moving in the right direction like I'm not I I don't know that is I I don't know that's a tough franchise but um you 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 don't want there to be like no end in sight Mm -hmm. you know with DeMarcus there was no end in sight for this team um there's a million rookies you could point at where there's no end in sight to its to the badness of it like putting the 10-win San Antonio Spurs on television every other night. Like, it's fine now, mm-hmm. but, like, there has to start to be, we talk about evolution with the Sacramento Kings, there has to start to be some evolution for the San Antonio Spurs over the right. next couple of years to become a better basketball team and and put Victor Wimbanyama in a better spot. Yeah. Like, I think that's true for all players I, I and franchises. And, and I think it's the right move to sign Fox. Like, I think – Absolutely. Like, how, how, I, how I feel – in all facets about De'Aaron Fox hasn't changed after last night. Mm-hmm. I think he's an unbelievable talent. I think he is the franchise player for the Sacramento Kings. And I do get frustrated with him because sometimes he it feels like he just lets things happen. He just lets uh, – uh, what's my man's name? Scary Terry. Just go to work. Mm. You know, and not not like lets him happen where um, he's got to stop them defensively. Like we would love that, but those guys are cooking at that point. He lets them happen, and as in, there's no resistance on the other end. You know what I mean? Like they get they get in the bucket. All right, we're gonna come back and score, or you know, I'm gonna keep attacking the same way, not settling for threes, getting to the bucket, all this other stuff. Um, but how I feel about him hasn't changed. You know, he, he's that dude. He is that dude. Like, he's as talented as anybody in the league. He's got to find a way to not have games like last night happen. Like, they just cannot happen. Let's get uh, Troy in here, 916-909-1320. What's up, Troy? How's it going, fellas? We good, baby. Uh, we good, baby. Yes, sir. Uh like you said, though, Kenny, this team is full of nice guys, man. We don't got nobody that they fear. Nobody fears coming to Sacramento. We don't got a DeMarcus Cousin where he's going to push up on you. We don't got nobody like that. We haven't had nobody like that since DeMarcus Cousin. So when you come to Sacramento, bro, like you say, get your buckets, get your money. Ain't nobody pushing up on you. The fans won't even boo you hard enough. I mean, it's it's, it's cakewalk right now. I've been a Sacramento Kings fan forever. It's been like that forever, bro. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I would say Malik will get at you. Now, as far as, like, defensively stopping somebody, you know, I don't know if that's his game. I think Davion is physical on the defensive end. Some people will say he's too short or whatever the case may be. I think Sabonis is physical. Um, And I think De'Aaron, when he wants to be, is a pass on the defensive end. So I hear hear you, Troy. I hear hear what you're saying. I think there's guys that are capable. Um, I just think there there are times when they're they're just too passive, man. Mm. They're too passive. They're just they're 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 way too passive sometimes. Uh, let's talk to our man Sam. Sam, what's going on, buddy? Hey, happy afternoon, guys. How you doing? We good, Sam. How you doing, man? Hey, hey, good. Real quick, folks. 
number one, I think I told you before, but Sabonis, in my estimation, is the worst shooter from uh, one foot in basketball. He misses way too many, but that's not what I wanted to talk to you quickly about. Sabonis is within the free throw circle many times a night, and during that time, he passes it out, he does this or he does that, but rarely does he shooting. And I would tell, if I was Brown, I'd tell him, when you're in that free throw circle, you shoot the ball if the guy's not within two feet of you. Because if the guy starts closing out on you, you move quickly to the right or left, which you're very adept to, make a layup and possibly get a three-point play. And that's what Sabonis is missing. He will not take the shot in the free throw circle. Appreciate it. <laughs> Hey, Sam, I hope you roll all sevens, big dog. Sam live from Sky River. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Sam, turn it up. <laughs> Sam, stay at the casino. I wonder if he's at 32 Bruce Street right now. <laughs> Sam's one of those guys where I always wonder, does he listen to the show or is it just like, ah, oh, it's 12 o'clock, I'm going to call Dilo on KC. He might, I mean, I think he listened to us while he's at the slots. Yeah, he's at the, hey. <laughs> Sam doesn't strike me as a slot guy. I think Sam, Sam, Sam at a table winning some money. He had a table? It yeah, he had a table winning be. some money. He, he was just be. waiting for his drink. He calls us between drinks, I think, maybe. <laughs> or or he's waiting Sam. for his they even, they even pissed Sam off. Sam is always positive. But they boy, pissed him off. I hope y'all I hope y'all come for Sam to, when uh, we talk uh, about Domas the way y'all came. got a direction last Man, night. I, <laughs> <laughs> I hope y'all come for Sam the way y'all came for me. All of a sudden, it's popular to ask for more shots now. Yeah, huh? I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. We'll come back. Matt George joins us live from Las Vegas. When D'Lo and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Matt George is so much better dressed than Richard Jefferson right now. I just like he needs to be pulled into HR immediately leaving television. He I just cannot stress enough for those of you who can't see it. He couldn't look stupider right now. He's got a double breasted burgundy suit on with no shirt on and two gold chains. Like, bro, where do you think you're serious? Can't even take what he's saying serious right now. Matt, Matt George uh, agreed to join us. He said we could talk as long as, as, as we want. He's covering the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, but the host of the Locked On Kings podcast said he's only interested in talking about the Usher press conference he just Which I love. I love out of the three of us, it was you that were, were went to the Usher press conference. That's <laughs> That's terrific. Hey, I'm just trying to catch up with you, too. But uh, no, it was, I mean, it was definitely an interesting event. Of course, Reba McIntyre was there. Post Malone was there as well because they're singing before the actual. Uh, Reba's doing the national anthem. Post Malone, I think, is doing uh, either Godless America or America. Why are we doing like that? that? Why are we doing I, that? I That's what they do now. I don't know. That's what they do. We, we, we talked to them or we heard from them and then Usher came out and, and, and heard from Usher a little bit. So. No, it was, it was a cool event to go to. I definitely felt out of place, but there were also a, a lot of other uh, Caucasian journalists in the room going, well, I guess we're well, supposed to be Matt here. out there with the shade room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure there were other, you know, there's PC Reba McIntyre and, and Usher's got pretty good crossover appeal. So that's, no, that's good it, stuff. It was so cool. It, I, was a, it was very cool. I, I'm, I'm confident I know the answer to this before we get to the Kings in all seriousness. You've got to go to the 49ers practice that's at four o'clock that's why you're on early right so you're Correct. not so, going to make your way over to the t-mobile center and see the rock and roman and cody rhodes i was very very tempted to and of course i saw the signage for it. it's like how can i figure out a way to get over there i, I really really want to but unfortunately responsibility gets in the way so Send i'm not going to be able to kevin 
to the 49ers practice. Uh, they can't do that because he put Kevin in concussion protocol. Well, I saw that. that. I did see that. that. Uh, personal foul side hit. L- live on national television. It was clean. It was clean. I went right to the chest. <laughs> it was a clean hit. You spent the crown of the, the helmet. It was the crown of the helmet. Nah, nah, I was perfect. Led with the shoulder. It was, it was a perfect hit. It was a perfect tackle. No, I, I really wish that I could go. I saw, I'm not going to lie to you, I saw Rock's hit on Pat McAfee this morning, and I I felt that even though it was Rock, not Dwayne, it right. was very much a Rock promo, I felt that it was kind of tone deaf. Because the the issue, of course, this is, I don't know why we're talking about this on trade deadline day, but I don't really oh, want to talk about what the Kings, Kings did. Awesome. What do you, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, my bad. My bad. Thing. I'll fix this. No. Tell, me, tell me your no. thoughts on cash considerations. Yeah, they, they didn't uh, do anyway. a damn thing. <laughs> Back to the rock. Um, <laughs> when I just thought, like the the whole issue with with this rock stealing Cody's spot has less to do with rock stealing Cody's spot, I think, and more to do also with rock kind of being the head of TKO or amongst the head of TKO. And it's almost like the boss just came in and said, "Me, me, me." So I thought rock's a. Uh, I, I I didn't have as good of a reaction to rock's little promo on Pat McAfee as I. I, I thought I would have. That being said, I'm excited about the match. I'm gonna. I've been wanting Rock and Roman for years, so I'm, I'm definitely I'll, invested. I wouldn't. I wouldn't sign up for it just yet. I just wait to get through to tonight. I just. They. They. I just can't. They just can't be this dumb. They can't go against the entire audience like this. We'll see. They do it all we'll the see. time. That's something else we'll you see. said uh, yesterday. You were like, they got to give them something to be happy about. Mm-hmm. I would say it's fifty-fifty. Wrestling What's fifty fifty? Always upset with wrestling. Well, that's facts. That's always. facts. No one so hate 50, watches 50, wrestling like wrestling fans. Fifty fifty that they give the fans something to be happy about. Well, the Kings gave no one anything to be happy about uh, today or last night. Uh, Matt, you watched the game from Las Vegas. It seems like it was a familiar sight. Uh, the Kings play a team with a win percentage of like point one four zero or something like that, and come fourth quarter. They get their ass kicked by a second-year player. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm dripping in sweat right now because I came running back from the, the Mandalay Bay media area because I initially was going to do this from there, and I was worried that I was going to get a little too heated and a little too loud to disrupt the work of the other hundreds of media members that are there. So I ran back to my hotel room. So if I can start yelling now, uh, or I, I'm in a place where I'm safe to yell now. Um, that... Like that, that performance makes me think back to the Memphis performance. It mm-hmm. makes me think back to why I was so pissed off and why I was so upset. And the Kings found a way to win that game. And everyone was like, like, why are we getting upset about wins? The Kings won a basketball game. It's like right there. That is how the Sacramento Kings continue to play in games that they absolutely should be winning. We can't just ignore that because they won the basketball game. Jump forward a couple weeks later, the Kings lose at home to the Indiana Pacers. Or excuse me. To the, I wish it was the Pacers. To the Detroit Pistons after a very successful road trip and i immediately think back to that memphis game and go like are we really is it really just okay that the kings won that memphis game playing that way because here they are playing that same way at home against a now seven win team that was short-handed of all things they don't even have Cade cunningham boyan bogdanovich this was before he was traded he did not play last night killian hayes was playing and he just got he's unemployed by the pistons today he's unemployed and you let him come into your building and beat you like that when you're at full strength like it just this is the issue with this Kings team that I have is they just two steps forward, one gigantic step back. And I think the step back is, is consistent. They keep taking that step back in the same way. They're either getting blown out at home to teams like New Orleans or Boston, the teams in that tier that they're trying to get to or believe they are in, 
or they take on teams that they should absolutely be beating and either just barely scrape by them after playing like crap, or they lose at home and deserve to absolutely 100% be booed. This was the first game in, I think, two seasons that I have missed inside the Golden 1 Center. And part of me is glad that I was not there. The other part of me wishes I was there to hear and experience the fans and the frustration uh, that that they vocalize because they're absolutely justified. And just like they're justified with their frustrations with the trade deadline today. Uh, it was. It's a situation where I'm. I'm the guy, usually that comes in. Uh, Damien does it too. But I mean, just you know, just in general, like, hey man, it's the NBA. It's a long season. Games like this happen. Blown leads happen. Uh, losses like this happen. Like I'm usually the guy rationalizing it, and it's it's not even like an act or anything. Like I really do believe everything that I say when they blow elite against Phoenix, like, damn, that sucks, but they've been playing well the last week, all this other stuff. I keep saying it, last night was a joke, man. Last night was an absolute joke. That was that was absolutely ridiculous. By far the worst loss of the season. And to your point, Matt, it's something that's been indicative of this team all year long. Like, they are allergic to prosperity at this point. They just they, they have a great road trip. They can't build on that. You know, they, they get a good win against whatever team, wherever, home or road. Then they come back and play Charlotte, and, and they lose that game at home. Like, they are allergic to prosperity. This team is 29 and 21. They're eight games over 500. Record-wise, you take the context out of it, just look at the record and go, even with the, the state of the Western Conference, which is, I think, why – the Kings had to do something at this trade deadline, and we'll get to that. But you look at the record from a thousand feet up or ten thousand feet up, and you go, okay, this is a, a, a team that's well over five hundred. They were just ten games over five hundred a couple of nights ago. They just went on a five and two road trip. They're in a good spot. But then those of us who have actually been watching every single game, the reality is there are too many out of those twenty one losses. There are too many memorable losses than there are memorable wins for this Kings team in those twenty nine wins that they've had. And that's not the pessimistic way of looking at things. That's the reality. Like, name, you can list off, whether it's it's last night's loss, it's getting blown out by the, the, the Celtics at home, blown out by uh, the, the, the Pelicans at home, blown out by the Pelicans uh, on the road, losing back-to-back games to the, uh, the, the Houston Rockets in Houston, both games you weren't really competitive in either one of those. Like, there's so many games that I can point to, losing to the Pacers at home not too long ago. So many games that I can point to where it's just like these losses are concerning compared to, okay, maybe the the cool, what was it, double overtime win against the Orlando Magic at home? That was a fun night. Hey, the night uh, in, in Golden State the other day where the Kings beat the Warriors in an absolute shootout between two Western Conferences. Hey, that was kind of fun. But the reality is like you watch this Kings team play basketball. Yes, they have a, a decent chunk more wins than they have losses, but the losses speak more to who this team is and specifically where they're headed compared to where they want to be. So let's go to something that you just mentioned there a a moment ago about the trade deadline. Obviously the trade deadline has come and gone and Phoenix made some moves. Dallas made some moves. Oklahoma city made some moves. Uh, The Sacramento Kings uh, traded for Brooke Lopez and cash and Robin. I wish Robin, sorry, Robin, Robin Lopez, and then waved him. So they did nothing. Um, and <laughs> clearly nobody's pleased about that. 
and that I mean, uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. That was just, you're right. They did nothing. <laughs> no, it's, and that's like, it, it absolutely stings worse because of last night's loss, but it's not just one loss. It's not just a overreaction to a loss in the night, quiet trade deadline the day after it's a loss that knocked you two places down the standings. It's a lot. It's a loss that knocked you from fifth place to seventh place. So from a playoff spot to a play in spot, and you play a stretch of nine games now coming up where three out of those nine games are against the defending champion nuggets that you've already beaten in Sacramento that I guarantee you aren't going to let you beat or aren't going to want you to beat them again. Mm -hmm. Right. And this is a nuggets team. That's now we're in the second half of the season. This is ramp up time for good teams. You also have the Suns in there. You have Oklahoma city thunder who's lost to you twice. You think of the OKC thunder are going to let you to come in on super bowl Sunday in a matinee performance and beat them again. Hey, maybe the Kings do, maybe it's good that the Kings are playing better teams instead of bad teams. Maybe we should look at the Spurs game in the chunk of those nine games ago. That's the one we should be most concerned about knowing this Kings team and their inconsistencies against teams that they should be beating. That being said, Last night's game does have a proper and important impact on what the Sacramento Kings did not do today because you look at where the Kings are in the standings, you look how tight of a race it is in the Western Conference, and you look at the main teams around you, the Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks, making moves to improve, going out and getting guys that would have made sense for the upgrades that you were trying to make your, to your roster, the fringe upgrades. Never mind Kyle Kuzma, never mind Jeremy Grant or these big swing moves. Who cares? Go out and get a Dorian Finney-Smith. Go out and get a player who can come in and, and, and bolster a weakness to this roster, a glaring weakness, which is your wing depth, your athleticism, 6'8", 6'9", 6'10", long athletic defenders that can help you on the perimeter. Because what I'm seeing right now rearing its ugly head is a massive weakness of the Sacramento Kings. Maybe their defensive rating has improved. But Will Z put it out. The Kings are now giving up one of the highest three-point shooting percentages in NBA history they're allowing almost 40 percent from three-point range on a nightly basis it is not a coincidence that the Cavs shoot 50 percent from three and the very next night the Pistons do two teams shot 20 percent better than their average against you in back-to-back -back nights that's not you getting unlucky because a team got hot against you that's you doing something wrong and if the issue really is you lack the length and athleticism to close out on shooters because you want to try and uh, uh, crash the paint and stop ball handlers and cut them off if that's the issue, then go out and get a guy that's not, sorry, Kessler Edwards, that's not a guy that is a fringe rotation or fringe roster player. Go out and get an actual NBA caliber player that fits the athletic and physical attributes that you need to play halfway decent perimeter defense. I don't know, like, I don't blame the Kings, and, and I'm not suggesting that Monty slept through his alarm or just sat on his hands. Right. Like you, you need two to tango. You need a team to ultimately agree with the trade that you're trying to make. But nobody's going to feel sorry for you for not getting a deal done. You are judged based off of the moves that you make or not make. And sometimes not making a trade can be just as bad as making a bad trade. This Kings team has a massive glaring hole that they did not address for the second straight year. And the difference between last year and this year is teams know who you are, teams know how to beat you, and you're not surprising anybody anymore. I love the idea that Monty thought the deadline was tomorrow. Oh, he just missed it. <laughs> He's calling teams right now. Just, what? No way. That's crazy. That's crazy. Slept through his alarm. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 